Hello, 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 and welcome to Diamond Divas Podcast Show, brought to you by Anchor Podcast. And since today is, you know, um, the day after Easter, and I hope everybody had a wonderful Easter, and I hope everybody um, enjoyed their meal, enjoyed spending time with their loved ones and everything. And the next holidays coming up is for the beautiful mothers. And I have a Mother's Day tutorial, and we're going to jump into that on Mother's Day gifts. to initially lay in the base with two um, 
pieces of decoupage, and then I'm gonna kind of put that aside, and we're just gonna start once we get the base down. So you will need a 14-inch Dollar Tree wreath frame. The reason why I picked these is they're inexpensive. If we can keep our cost of materials low, then we can keep the prices of our product low, which makes for happy customers. We still want to deliver a great quality product without gouging the customer. So, in wiring up the 14-inch Dollar Tree frame, what you're going to do is you're going to take a pipe cleaner and you're going to wire together on the inner two rails. You're just going to put a pipe cleaner on those two and give it a twist or two. So if you look, it's between each of the welds, but right back in the middle. Wiring the two together um, prevents it from moving, prevents it from sliding around. Rather than if you just wire it on one, this is what happens. No matter how good or how tight you wire that, it just, it won't stay. So I found that if you wire two of them together, it creates some stability and prevents less movement. Right. And then what we're going to do, that's the inner two, and then you have the outer two that are left. So you're going to go in between your middle here and your welds. You're going to find a middle point, and you're going to wire together the outer two. Again, Put some tension on it, but not too much, because what you will find is if you're really trying to wrench your pipe cleaner on there, you could dislodge one of your rails from the weld on the underside. If that happens, then that just basically becomes a throwaway, unless you can re-weld it, which most people can't, so just kind of be cautious. And then you're going to do the same thing on the opposite side. Here's your middle, here's my weld. I'm going to pick our middle spot and I'm going to put two on the outer of each section. So this is what each section should look like. One in the middle, two on the outside, in between each weld. On a 14 inch dollar tree frame, there are six. So you should have six inner and then 12 on the outside. So do you guys have any questions about that at all? Nope, not so far. I know it'll take a while for the delay. Yeah, a lot of girls are saying, saying hi all, and then um, uh, Julie said, this is the best I can hear you, great. Okay. Oh, um, a lot of girls are saying hope all as well. Melissa um, said colors are beautiful. Simone says she's been fulfilling a lot of grief requests, so she's now starting to think about Mother's Day, so this comes with good time. Okay. So, yeah, for us that are in the reaping industry, we should be, even though... Easter is still a couple weeks away. What is it? Um, exactly 30 days from today. If you carve out the first initial 10 days, it only leaves you 20 days um, to sell your wreath and get those shipped out in time for someone to put them on their door to enjoy them. So people right now are either have already made their decision on their spring or Easter wreath, or they're going to be making a decision within this week. That's the mind frame that I'm at. So I'm moving forward. I'm moving into Mother's Day, uh, wedding, Memorial Day, and then starting to progress into the summer. So this is what you'll see on subsequent episodes of 
our week tutorial. So, from Barbara Rivers and I, I finally got signed up. So, hi, Barbara. Good for you. Okay, I'm glad. I know. We're so excited to see this one tonight. Okay, perfect. I know I had dreams about this last night with the two different colors. So, I was hoping what I dreamt and what we're going to create should look relatively good. So, we're going to start with a base of just white deco mesh. Um, I am taking a 10-inch deco mesh cut into 15-inch pieces. This is actually pretty thin, but it's an iridescent white. Um, this came from Craft Outlet. So what we're going to do is we're going to put one 15-inch piece ruffled all the way through all 18 pipe cleaners. Granted, this is only small scale. So just to do the ruffle method, you're going to... Take your piece of deco mesh. You're going to just walk your fingers and pull your deco mesh towards you. I use the scissors just to kind of keep it from rolling up on me. And then you're going to take the finished edge and you're going to always make sure those go into the center as you work your way all the way around. So we'll start here in the middle. And you're just going to give it two twists just to make sure that it's in there pretty secure. So you can already see it's pretty thin. So we'll do that one more time just so you get the idea of what we're doing. So as you can see, if I don't, if I don't do this, and it's because I got to the end of my roll, so it has a tendency of rolling up more than if it was a brand new roll. So it just makes it easier if you can weigh the end down. That way it doesn't roll up as you're pulling your deco mesh towards you. So we're just going to do it. Miguel, Sandra said, I got to see Missy last weekend was going to Elton John concert. Wow, good job. Nice. I don't know, right? Uh, said, got some rabbit pins at Dollar Tree today to put back for next year. Picked up some hard pins too. Very I good. Know, I didn't know they had some uh, rabbit pins at Dollar Tree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's an awful lot of good deals that you'll start to do, like um, I think Hobby Lobby and Joanne's Michaels, you'll probably see their St. Patrick's Day and Valentine's Day stuff on sale, and you might think, well, why should I jump on it? Why should I buy it now? Simply because green can be incorporated into all of your summer, Reese, you're going to use more of your like solid primaries, like bright green, bright yellow, bright blue, bright red, um, throughout summer, and then um, also think for Christmas, that green is going to come into play in Christmas, the red for Valentine's Day, think Christmas, it's also going to be for your Memorial Day, the 4th of July, your Labor Day, so when you're seeing the deals on this stuff, think outside of the box and think past the current holiday that they're advertising this as clearance items for. So, this is what you will do all the way around the entire week frame. Just ruffles, lay them one on top of each other, finished edges in to the center. That will also leave the finished edges to the outside. Now, with this deco mesh, I would uh, cut it with the wood burning tool. And what it does is it cauterizes the cut edges so that it prohibits it from fraying as much as it would if you used a rotary color, rotary cutter or scissors. So, any questions on the method just to lay down the initial base? Uh, you've answered a couple of them. Maureen asked for the mesh cover the wood burner, so yes. Okay. This um, one, yes. 
start on the bottom one, just wherever your next pipe cleaner happens to be, just lay your ruffle right on top until you make it all the way around. Then, this is also perfect for me, because not only does it speed up the process for you watching it, you need to learn the really cool decorative part, um, but it kind of creates a mock-up for me. So, having the base already laid out, this is what I'm doing. So, we're going to be alternating in every single um, pipe cleaner, either a colorless bubblegum paint or this minty green. And they're both um, metallic deco mesh. Again, cut with a wood burning tool. These are 13 inch pieces. So you're gonna watch me go through and we're gonna finish laying these in, and then we'll go ahead and um, start embellishing our wreath. So the white base is 10 inch base, cut to 15 inches. Yep. And the pink and green are 10 inch base, cut to 13 inches. Yes. And I was just playing with it. So I always start with one piece just a little bit bigger than I think I might want to go. Because I was like, you'll want to go 12, you'll want to go 13. I'm like, let's go bigger. And I can always come back in if it's too much, if it's taking away from the white. Because I still want to see the white come through. But if you notice it right now, it's pretty thin. You can see that black wreath fame coming all the way through. Granted, once you put the ribbons and everything else on top, you won't. But this is where I would make a determination going, okay, yes, I can come in and lay ribbons and add my sign. Maybe it will cover it all the way. But I want to make sure that my customers get a good quality product. So I want to make sure that it looks really awesome. Kathy, actually, which mesh shouldn't you use a wood for? You cannot use a wood burning tool, great question, on anything that contains natural fibers, like the, the burlap mesh, where it's kind of like the, um, the tan colored mesh with the cotton fibers in it. Or if you happen to have something like this, but it does have a cotton, you have a pink on one and then a green on the other, and then you're either gonna have a pink or green in the middle. So I'm just using these like two twists just to secure them in there. I try to make sure I grab my pipe cleaners and pull them up. So when it comes time to put the ribbon in, I already know where they're at and it doesn't grab the mesh that I'm trying to lay right next to it. Motivate people because it's just I know 
how much I enjoy being motivated by other people. So I try to encourage and tell them you can do it. It's just a technique. Anyone can figure out how to do this. You just follow the steps. Anyone can make this. Don't think that this is beyond your ability. I have 80 plus year old grandmas in our group that are um, able to do it. It might become a little challenging. You know, you might have to stop for a little bit. Hands <coughs> get tired holding things, but that's okay. Okay, this is a little boring. And I um, wanted to look at. Um, really? I was going to say. That's cool. I like it when people don't realize that somebody that they've met. Hold on a minute, y'all. I'm sure there's something else. Uh, okay, let's see. Hi, it's me, JD, and welcome back to my channel. Today, we will be doing Mother's Day cards. I have a couple of card ideas for that special mother figure in your life, or perhaps that awesome mom friend that needs a little encouragement around Mother's Day. So if you're a mom, or you love your mom, or you support all moms, be sure to hit the subscribe button and let's jump into this card using felt flowers. Felt is a fantastic fabric to use on your cards. It adds great texture and dimension, and it really adds to the homemade feel to your cards. I started by die cutting some flowers out of this felt I had, and once I knew that I liked the design and look of it, I used a variety of colors to cut out even more flowers. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to collage them all on my card front, and I decided to use black cardstock because I wanted a more modern look to my Mother's Day card. So after adding some glue to the back of my flower, I'm going to use my tweezers to pick it up so I don't I try to minimize the glue on my fingers, and then I'm going to attach it to my card front. I'm going to repeat the process until I get all of the flowers stuck on there. And it's okay if they hang off the edge because I'm just going to trim them off anyway, trim off the excess. Felt at such a cool texture, and the first thing you want to do when you see this card is just feel it um, and just touch it and feel all those flowers in there. And I realized that there's some awkward empty spaces, so what I did was I used one of my opaque markers, I think it's in silver, and I just added dots everywhere there was an empty space. And then I use a alphabet die set to cut out mom. And um, I used some pearl paper to add a little, little something extra for mom. And then I'm going to get my T-ruler out to make that as straight as possible when I line it up. This card design was meant for, you know, the cool mom. Not just a regular mom, but the cool mom. Do you know what movie that's from? Bonus points if you list it in the comments down below. All right, I'm going to add this card to a white card base to just make that mom pop a little more, and that card is done. The next card features heat embossing and coloring. So I'm going to ink up my stamp, but before I stamp it, I'm going to use my little dusty powder dusty thingy. And then it basically gets all the static off your card because we're doing heat embossing. So after I use Versamark ink to stamp my image, I'm going to pour some sparkly heat embossing powder over it. And then I'm going to go back and repeat the process, but this time I'm going to stamp my bowl on some vellum. I wanted this, um, this part to be like a really translucent image, so that's why I decided to do it on vellum. 
I decided to use the same color of embossing powder for my bowl because, I mean, look at it. It's just so sparkly. It's so pretty. I'm going to dust away any excess before I put my embossing gun to it, or I should my embossing gun, my heat gun to it. And here's the trick with using glittery embossing powder. You want to heat up the back first uh, before you bring it to the front because otherwise, as I've found out in the past and learned by experience, that if you put it to the front um, first, it like blows all your glitter away and then you're luck with a glittery mess which isn't always a bad thing but here i wanted to um you know not do as much cleaning and dusting on my craft space so same thing with the bellum i heated up the back first to make that glitter embossing powder stick and then i went to the front once that part cooled down i got out one of my markers and i'm going to color the back of the vellum bowl in this kind of cool blue shade um, just to add a little bit of color to it and make it really resemble a crystal bowl i colored my flowers off camera because I tend to do my coloring like at the dining room table with my kids, and so um, you'll rarely see me color on camera. And next, I'm just going to add some gemsuits to make the sparkle even sparklier. I hand lettered that word mom on there. I'm going to pop this on some gray cardstock, and this card is perfect for a more traditional mom card. The next card we're going to do is an interactive card which features a slider pull tab. I have this die set which is great for scene building and I'm going to build a kind of outside park scene. So I'm going to use some watercolor paper to make this a part a, go a little faster. So I cut out some grass, if you will, and this is what I use to store my die cuts when I do my coloring. As I said, I do my coloring like everywhere, outside, dining room table, in the car. And so um, I bring this little uh, pile with me when I just want to do some coloring to just pass the time. And I already did some coloring up some bunnies. And I'm going to use three bunnies, two bunnies. I don't know. I'm just going to pull up some bunnies to see which one works and which one doesn't. I'm going to use two bunnies to represent my two kids. Having these pre-colored images really saves so much time. I mean, my kids are young. Like, they're not even school age. So I barely have time to do anything else. So I got to get my crafting time in when I can fit it in. And so when I can just pull out some images and just build my scene and, and they're ready to go, it means I have more time to spend with my kids or for more crafting time. Anyway, so I use my slider die to cut this slit in my grass. And I'm going to put the mama bunny on one side and I'm going to put the two uh, kid bunnies on the other side. And so I wanted this to be cohesive. And so I used the other part of uh, my die cut. Uh, that you know, the scrap paper, and I'm just gonna put that on the back of the card. So when you slide the card or you slide the pull tab, um, it's all cohesive and it just looks prettier, in my opinion. Next, I am going to double up on my foam tape and then attach that to the back of my grassy die cut. Um, you're gonna want to build it up so you get your slider mechanism actually has room to move around. So I highly suggest doubling up. Speaking of my pull tab, I'm going to cut out a piece of paper from some scrap paper that I've been using. I'm going to put that on the back of my grassy die cut so you see what it looks like. 
Then I'm going to cut out slivers of that uh, doubled up foam tape to attach to my little bunnies. And so I'm going to attach one to one, uh, one little bunny and one to the other little bunny. And I'm going to attach both of those bunnies to my pull tab. And the mom is going to stay put because, <laughs> let's face it, the kids do all the running around anyway, right? <laughs> then I will attach some adhesive to the back of my mama bunny and so she can stay put exactly where she is and all the kitties can come to her. And she gets to be spoiled for the day. Intent, husband, are you watching? <laughs> I don't know if my husband watches my videos. I should quiz him on this part. Anyway, I'm going to pull off the back of the foam tape off, off of my kid bunnies and attach them to my pull tab to make sure everything works, which it does, and it slides perfectly. So I'm going to pull off the back of the foam tape um, off my whole grass grassy die cut here and attach that to um, my card base and I realized that I have a lot of excess on the bottom so I'm going to just going to just cut that off and I realized I don't uh, have any directions on my card so I'm going to handwrite the word pull on the right there so the recipient actually knows what to do with the card not that it's like not obvious at all. Anyway, I realized that um, you know my background's looking a little plain, so I'm gonna add a few clouds, and then I'm like, oh man, I need a sentiment. So I pulled out um, another stamp set from Lawn Fawn um, that just says Happy Mother's Day, nice and simple, because the star of the show is a slider mechanism. Next, we'll be doing an ink blended shaker card, and so first, I'm gonna start off with, start off with. Uh, my Distressed Oxide inks. I'm going to go in a circle starting from the middle and then um, blending outwards. It's going to go from light pink to um, my favorite uh, shade of Distressed Oxide and Distressed inks, which is Pig's Raspberry, and then to see this Preserves. And then once I got all of that blended, I'm going to cover up, cover up all of my inks and then spray with some like shimmer spritz from like two feet above and blot that with a paper towel so I get this cool water effect that Distress Oxide inks have on paper. And then once that's dry, I'm going to clean up my area and I'm going to do some uh, stamping to create my own background paper on my frame, on my shaker frame. And so what I did was I just stamped uh, Happy Mother's Day in the same inks I used on the background in a random pattern. And if there are weird empty spaces, I just fill that with a heart set that came with my stamp set as well. Next, I'm going to uh, use my dusty powdery thingy. I don't, what do you call that thing? Anyway, I'm going to dust that on my um, acetate here. So, because we're going to be doing some heat embossing on acetate and I didn't want any powder where it shouldn't be. And I'm, as I'm stamping, I realize something is like wrong because my Missy's all shaky. And what do you know? There's a magnet on the back of my Missy. Cool. Anyway, um, that's why I always lose things. Everything either sticks to something else or is hiding under something else. Anyway, I'm going to take that out of my Misty, and then I'm going to add some white embossing powder to the front, and let's see how well that dusty powdery thing worked. Pretty well. Cool. You can see right through it, there's very little loose powder, and I'm just going to take my embossing, uh, my heat gun to it and take it away um, just so I try to minimize warping on my acetate. And then I'm going to attach some double-sided tape to the back of my shaker frame. And then I'm going to attach uh, my acetate to the shaker frame. Huh, it could be a mom card. It could be a wow card, I just realized. 
And once that's on there, I'm going to pick out all the goodies for my shaker, which is my favorite part of making the shaker. It's just adding all the shakery fun bits. Oh, but first I got to make the frame for it, don't I? Anyway, I got ahead of myself. I got to build my little uh, dam for all my shaker bits, and then I get to pick out all my shaker bits. And so I have this pack of iridescent little stars, which I thought would be perfect. Spoiler warning, it was not perfect. And then I'm going to add some sequins and some more sequins. I'm going to mix it up until I get the perfect concoction of sequined goodness. Now, as I mentioned, the iridescent stars were a good idea in theory until, yeah. They get everywhere. And so, um, no big problem, no big deal. You know, I'm just going to scoop them up and uh, put them aside because I haven't built my shaker yet. And so once I, I've decided on my shaker bits, um, the amount of shaker bits on there, I'm going to attach my shaker frame to my card base. And then I'm going to seal it and then shake it around and test it until I realize that I did not it's all the way shot. so much for trying to minimize the mess anyway i'm gonna really seal my shaker frame shut now and then test it out and so no no more stars fall out thank goodness and then once i get my mess cleaned up i'm going to attach it to a note card and so let's recap we have this cool modern felt flowers card for the cool mom not just a regular mom and then we have this more traditional take on a Mother's Day card. Um, it has some coloring, some paint embossing, and some sparkles. And then we have this interactive slider pull tab card featuring some cute little bunnies. And then we have this shaker card from hell. I mean, this cool shaker card. Perfect for mom. Anyway, I want to wish you guys a happy Mother's Day. And if you haven't subscribed, be sure to hit, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on my next video. Thanks. All right. All righty. And that was the Mother's Day card tutorial. This has been Diamond Diva's podcast. Talk to you later.